I should probably start every episode like this. I am not awesome at everything. I have micro failures all the time, but I'm trying really hard to be awesome and I'm sharing what I've learned along the way, much of which has come from lessons I've learned from the fails. I know there are actual experts on this topic who write books and consult people. I am nowhere close to that. When I started this adventure last month with my third baby, I felt like I was sort of starting at the beginning. It's been five years since I did it, and this time it was a boy, not a girl. So I took two days, and in any time I could, I read and listened to nonstop potty training advice. I took it all in and sort of created my own plan. And to my surprise, it worked. In one week, my two-and-a-half-year-old boy was out of pull-ups and into undies. <gasps> we did it, man! So I thought I'd share. Potty train your toddler in one week using my totally non-official method that absolutely works. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Potty training is like one of the least fun things to do as a parent, in my opinion. And this is the attitude I had at the beginning of this adventure. And I feel like that in itself made it so much harder when I decided we are going to do this and we are going to make this fun. It became so much less painful. I thought about what would motivate my son and what would motivate any kid to want to sit on a cold potty rather than just go in their cozy, warm diaper like they've been doing for the past two and a half years. So I took two days and I read everything I could and I listened to everything I could about potty training. I just became potty training obsessed. I took in all the information and I sort of just created my own process in two steps. Praise and prize. So let me break down what that means. So I decided that anytime my son went in the potty, we would praise him. And we did this in the form of a parade. Now I know this seems probably sounds crazy and I'm telling you it was crazy. So we would do a parade every time. Whoever was in the house, every time he went on the potty, we did a parade. So if we were downstairs, we kind of have our staircase ends in the middle of the house, we would do a parade around the entire staircase. So Parker would lead the parade and we would all go behind him and we would all sing some variation of Parker went pee on the potty, Parker went pee on the potty all around. And I'm telling you, he was so happy. He just felt so proud and it made it such a big deal every time that the praise was huge for him. So, I mean, I'm telling you, whoever was in the house had to get up and do the praise, do the parade. If we were upstairs, we would go up and down the halls. Parker would lead the parade. Everyone would follow behind. We'd go to one end, we'd all turn around and we'd go down the other end and we'd sing and we'd clap and we'd stomp. And I'm telling you, the praise was the coolest thing because he just felt like it was such a big deal. He felt like he had accomplished something. He was getting so much attention and so much positivity and happiness and high fives. He loved the praise. So 
Our first motivating factor was the praise. And then after that, he got a prize. So I wanted him to have something that I could kind of bribe him with. So when I'm sitting him on the potty, I want to tell him something that he's going to get out of it. So we did prizes. So I went to Target and I found a bunch of $3 cars that were cool. Three, some are $2.99, some are $3.99, like Paw Patrol cars or Mickey cars. So it's Mickey and Goofy and Pluto. Sometimes I would take like a set of six and take them apart like the set and wrap each one individually in wrapping paper and different wrapping paper, some more sports paper, some more animal paper. And then I put a big bucket of all these prizes and they're all wrapped in cool different paper. Now, I hadn't thought of this ahead of time because if I would have, I would have ordered the prizes on Amazon or probably Oriental Trading Company so I could just get a whole lot of prizes, but this wasn't that bad. So like I said, they were $2.99 or $3.99 and it's cool because they had like their own packaging and they look like a much bigger thing than it really was. And then after he opened them, the ones that I knew I could, I would rewrap them just because, listen, after they start going, they really start going. So you got to have a lot of prizes. So I started with the one big target. My husband's like, we're going to spend a fortune on prizes. I was like, no, no, I did one haul of all these and then I'll rewrap some and I'll buy some cheaper ones online for down the road and it all works. But I'm telling you, it worked because he would go when he didn't want to go because I could incentivize him with the prize. I said, Parker goes and he gets a prize. And so if he went number one, he would get one prize. And if he went number two, he would get two prizes. Especially at the beginning when it's hard to know when you have to go. I just felt like having that, I mean, bribe for less of a better term, but just incentive was huge because you can't really incentivize the parade and the praise as much, but the prize is something tangible And he could see I had like a clear basket. So a clear just kind of container with all the wrapped prizes in it. So he could see them and he wanted them. So he was motivated. And I felt like it really helped him stay on the potty when he was like miserable and wanted to get off just because he could see those prizes. And it just was what pushed him over the edge to want to do it. At the start, they say that you have to only have a top on them, right? So they have a shirt or a long sleeve shirt, or I would put them in a sweatshirt so he wasn't freezing, and then be naked from the bottom down around the house, right? So I think the general, most experts in this industry kind of say, you know, take a weekend, two, three days, have them naked from the waist down, have them cruise around the house, and they're going to have accidents, they're going to have mistakes, but you just got to go cold turkey. So for the first three days, We did that. I sat him on the potty every 20 minutes like clockwork. Sometimes he went, sometimes he didn't. Sometimes it was super easy and he went and he was happy and we did the whole process. Sometimes he screamed and I had to like hold him on the potty and I felt awful about it, but I knew that he had to go and almost every time he did. But I just got into that routine every 20 minutes. So for the first three days, I would sit him on the potty every 20 minutes like clockwork And eventually we both just got in the groove of doing it. I would sing songs or read books to keep him sitting and it worked. One thing I wouldn't do though is use the phone or the iPad to entertain them while sitting on the potty because I feel like 
they'll just use it like a seat, right? And just be like, oh, thanks for the movie. I'm just going to sit here. So I didn't do that, but I would sing, I would read books, I would tell stories, I would make silly faces, whatever it took to change it up to keep him sitting on the regular. And at that point, I am not going anywhere with him. Like he did not go in the car for three days at all, just because I wanted to keep up the routine of doing it cold turkey and every 20 minutes. So if I had to leave, whoever was there watching him or taking care of him was not doing dishes and doing laundry or watching TV. It's like all hands on deck. And I think the first three days is definitely the most painful because of it. And like I said, we had little accidents here and there, but not as many as I thought we would. So then when you feel like they're starting to initiate going on their own, then have them put undies on and have them cruise around the house with undies on. Now I wouldn't do pants so they can get used to kind of pulling them down or having you pull them down, but they have undies on so they can feel that it's not a diaper. And if they do have an accident, they feel like, okay, this isn't, this isn't good. Whereas if they have pants on, then it kind of goes all over. Like I love just undies. So they learn from the mistakes and it's easy to pull down, especially if they realize at the last second that they have to go. And again, I'm still limiting how much I take him out of the house. So if I leave him at home, whoever's there knows this is top priority, all hands on deck. And I'm still just not taking him places unless I absolutely have to, just because he's got to be close to the potty. And I think at this point, they're still realizing kind of at the last minute that they have to go. And that's obviously not conducive to running errands or being in the grocery store or being in the car for more than a short period of time. So I think that that is really key. Also, I think having a potty upstairs and downstairs and one in your car. So obviously if if you have a two-story house, that makes it so much easier. And so I got little Paw Patrol potties from Target, which I think were like $19. And then the nicer one is like a little Baby Bjorn gray one. You can get them all on Amazon. There are so many different ones that are fun that make noises when you flush, which I think is kind of cute at the beginning. I'm not sure if they are motivated by that or how long that stays fun for. I think it's different for different kids. The Paw Patrol one makes a little noise when you flush, which obviously the flush does nothing. You still have to clean it out yourself, but it makes it fun and different. So I kind of did two different types. I keep a baby Bjorn one in my car and then I have the Paw Patrol little fun. I mean, they're again, they're all kind of plastic and cheesy, but one upstairs and one downstairs. So that way, wherever we are, we're very quick to a potty when I feel like he hasn't gone in a while and I sit him down or when he says potty or whatever the word is, and then we dash to it and it doesn't take us too long. So I want to try to help avoid accidents, obviously, if we can. So I'm only using a pull-up at this point. So this is kind of like, like I said, we talked about the first three days being you're at home and we are bare from bum down. Now, kind of like day four or five, I'm only using a pull-up if it's something like just practically. So if we're going on a family bike ride and he says potty, there's no option to get him to a potty immediately. So I'll put him in a pull-up. And to my surprise, it was usually dry. I would tell him, and again, at this age, you don't know how much they're really understanding necessarily, but I would say you have a pull-up on, but it's just, it's just in case. You have to tell mommy if you have to go potty kind of thing. So I would do that only obviously during nap time because he's still in a crib, nap time or bedtime. 
or if it was something like a rare occasion where I couldn't get him to a potty. That's the only time we're doing pull-ups. At this point, we've transitioned, we're committing. Day four and five, we are fully in undies. And we're still pretty much at home unless it's kind of quick car trips. And about having the pull-up, I've never really understood the pull-up at night. Like if they're still in a crib, you obviously have to have a pull-up on them because they can't get up to go potty. And my guy is, there's no way he's ready for a bed. He would just be up all night running around and waking up his sisters. So we're not ready for that, but it just kind of works. So we take him to the potty right before bed and then put a pull-up on him, and then right when he wakes up, put him on the potty. So usually his diaper is a little bit wet, but it hasn't seemed to throw off our potty training at all. He just knows, okay, if he's in the crib, he has a pull-up on, and then when he's not, there's no pull-up, and he's just in undies, and he has to go. So I think the best thing that you can do is go potty right when you put them down for nap or for bedtime, and then again, right when you wake them up, so they're used to the routine of that. Was one thing that's really interesting that I read in quite a few places in all my research is quite a few experts say when you're initially potty training to wake your child up in the middle of the night to go potty, which I am sorry, but seems like the craziest idea ever to me. Like they're two and a half. You're hopefully finally out of the world of them waking you up at night. You're, you're getting full night's sleep. Everything's good. The house is quiet at night. And then you're going to wake up your kid to go potty. Like I just would never, maybe it works for some people. I would just never, ever, ever do that. Thankfully, having, like I said, the pull-up at night hasn't thrown off our potty training at all. He just kind of understands that there's the difference there and we're good. I mean, that just seems like it's making it very, very difficult if you wake up your kid. I didn't get that part of it. But to each his own, you know, this is what works for us. So overall, if you feel like they are ready, and for me, my little guy, maybe two, because he doesn't have quite as many words yet as my girls did. They were very verbal and with him, we're working on it. So he felt young, but I knew, okay, at two and a half, He's ready to go to preschool two days a week. And I think he's ready to do it, but he just seemed young to do it, but he did it. So if you feel like they're ready or maybe they're kind of hitting that two and a half year mark, think about my kind of method of praise and prize and adjust it to you and your family and what works and what you think may work for your kid. But like I said, I was shocked. I felt like I was just winging it. I felt like I didn't know at all what I was doing. I was super frustrated. I felt like I was took the first two days laying on the floor, which as we all know, when you have to make dinner and pick up the house and laundry and have other kids to deal with and your whole life going on, it's so hard to just stop. And I felt like we were never going to make forward motion. But as I implemented this, it worked and it makes sense. And it made it fun and not awful. Like I'm telling you, the parade part is so much fun for everyone. And like my husband would be like, especially on day five, really? We're really getting, I said, oh yeah, everybody's up. And he laughs and he just thinks it's the coolest thing. Like to have everybody's attention at that moment and everyone is so proud of you is just a very cool thing. And I think he almost liked it better than the prizes in a way because like, you know, we all love praise and appreciation and, you know, good job. Like, there's not much that feels better than that. So it motivates them to go potty and want to go potty. I'm sure there are lots of other methods that work, but I'm telling you, this worked amazing for us. And for the few friends I've told about this in the last month, they've said the same thing, that it really worked for them too. 
it gets the whole family involved, whether you have a big family or a small family, everyone's involved to support this little human in everything to make it happen. So that's it, my official, totally non-official potty training lesson. Like I said, this worked so well for us. I'm excited to share and hopefully it makes the dreaded task of potty training your toddler a little less painful. Please share your tips with the community by commenting on my post about this episode on my Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. And by the way, now that we've talked potty together, we are really a tight-knit community, right? Thanks for listening, friends, and cheers to potty training. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.